Hello everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman, and I'm a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into three phases of identity through our adult life, and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Now, regardless of what cycle of life you fall into, whether you are from the age of 24 to 32, 32 to 40, or 40 to 50 plus, here at Femaling, I will be talking to you about the real struggles we all face and secretly struggle with. Through honest conversation, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself, and be yourself. So let the femaling adventure begin. Welcome everybody back to femaling, and I've called it take two for now because you will notice there are some slight changes in the femaling podcast, mainly the first noticeable one was the intro um and the other noticeable ones might be that i have a little bit more of an idea technically of what i'm actually doing this time because in series one to say it threw me over the edge would be an understatement technically um because i don't know my ass from my elbow when it comes to tech stuff and i'm a complete and utter technophobe um so i have learned a bit um and i'm hoping that that will come across in this season and most importantly I have gotten really clear about what it is I want to talk to you guys about and the message that I want to get across to you which is ultimately that this is a space for you to accept yourself understand yourself and be yourself and we're going to do that through heartfelt honest conversation we're going to talk about the absolute truth of what happens in our day-to-day and for us to be able to connect together and to just get really real about who we are, what we're managing, what we experience and how that then manifests into our daily life. Because there's so much space for us you, every woman, to be hard on herself, to think that, you know, how often do you have the conversation with yourself? Oh my God, I'm just not enough. I'm not a good enough mother. I'm not successful enough. I don't work enough. I don't sleep enough. I don't eat enough. I eat too much. Whatever it is, it's always, you either expect more of yourself or there's never a place of absolute acceptance of who you are, where you are, how you are. And I think that is an absolute priceless lesson to learn. And that's what I'm going to be bringing here at Femaling. And I'm so passionate about this. And I'm so passionate about it for all women because firstly, I'm raising two women. I have two daughters, 11 and 8 years old. And if you haven't followed my work before this will be new information, but they are my absolute muses in life. They inspire me every day to be a better mother. Let's be honest, that can take some work. You see how I do that? I do that off the cuff, um, but I truly believe that. And it takes a lot of practice to for me to actually congratulate myself and celebrate myself as a mother or as a woman or as a coach or as anything. Um, so I'm right there with you, by the way into how hard this work can be, but it is absolute integral to living powerfully and being in charge of your own choices. And that's what I want for my daughters. 
Um, anyway, went on a bit of a rampage there, but <laughs> bear with me. The reason that I am so desperate is the wrong word. The reason I am so passionate. Yeah, that's a better word. The reason I'm so passionate about bringing this conversation and changing this conversation is because it's something that I have ultimately struggled with for many, many years. I spent the majority of my 30s feeling like I wasn't enough. I wasn't good enough. Whatever the dialogue was du jour, it was always negative. I was always very, very quick to be hard on myself and see the worst in myself. And I think that's something that as women, we all collectively do. And we do it when we even talk. You know, you do it when you talk to your girlfriends, don't you? You know, you all sit and complain together. My girlfriends do it with me. I do it with them. Oh my God, you should see the shit I've eaten today. Or, oh my God, you should see the tangent that my daughter had and I lost my rag. Or, my God, I was so um, impatient with my boss. Whatever it is, it's a complaint. We talk to each other in complaints. And it's usually about how crap we are as women. And that's the bit that I want to change. I want us to celebrate ourselves and ultimately, and here's my tagline, I want us to accept ourselves, understand ourselves, and ultimately, and most importantly, be ourselves. And I learned this the hard way. Boy, did, I, did this take me a long time to figure out. And I still, I'm still learning it, like I said before. Um, and it wasn't even that long ago for me. It was like five years ago where I completely lost sense of who I was. I was, felt very bored, very disillusioned, very, very unhappy. I think I was a bit depressed. And actually, the worst part of it was I felt that I had no right to be. I had two beautiful daughters. They were very young at the time. Um, I had a lovely husband, a gorgeous home. I had a job that paid me well. Um, but there was something missing. There was something that I felt very restless about. So I did what any normal woman does. I started, I wanted to lose weight. Um, I kind of took it out on my body and I started to get really obsessively into the gym. So rather than look within and see, you know, ask the questions of what was going on with me, I just needed a quick fix. But unfortunately that quick fix turned into now what I can see is a very unhealthy, all-encompassing obsession. I would go to the gym twice a day. I would control every single morsel of food that went in my mouth. Um, And I was completely and utterly ruled by what I ate, when I trained, how I trained. And anything outside of that just felt really unimportant. Um, My husband despaired, my sister, my friends... A lot of people didn't know what to do with me because they'd kind of lost their mate. They'd lost the person they once knew who was very fun-loving and easygoing and always up for a laugh and going out for a drink. Or And suddenly I became this very controlled, obsessive person about every single tiny thing that was going in my mouth. I mean, when I say controlled, I couldn't... I couldn't go out to eat. I didn't go out to eat with my family anymore. We used to sit at Sunday lunch. I would have a black coffee because I was so worried about putting on weight and the the problem was was that my body was getting into this amazing shape and 
the more that that was happening, the more attention I was getting. So I was also getting very addicted to that. I was getting addicted to people telling me how great I looked. Like, who doesn't want to hear that? Um, But it was taking me further and further away from the work that I had to be doing, which was really looking inwards and asking myself, what was I feeling restless or unhappy about? Um, And it just, this went on for years. This went on for about four years. Um, The eating disorder got progressively worse and worse like I said I couldn't eat out I didn't really see my friends I didn't want to go out going socializing was becoming a very very stressful thing for me because I couldn't weigh my food I weighed every single morsel of food that went in my mouth um and I mean I would go to my friends houses and I would take a Tupperware of wet soggy salmon because it had been because it had been on the scales and knew exactly what it weighed so I knew exactly how much protein was going in my mouth I mean it sounds so ridiculous now But this was the reality in which I was living. I was petrified about putting on weight because I had built my identity around what I looked like. I had built every single part of me and what everybody thought of me around what I looked like because I didn't want to go inwards and see what was truly going on. Anyway, this, like I said, this went on for about four years. I mean, four years down the road, I was deeply unhappy. I was training all the time. I was probably ill a lot of it because of because I was overly training. I wasn't eating. I mean, I was eating. I was eating constantly. I was eating every three hours, but it was in a very, very controlled way. But I, I didn't have a balanced diet. I didn't have a, like a... I had no freedom around food. Um, and I knew that I was unhappy but I couldn't get off the hamster wheel. I just didn't know how to because I was terrified that if I stopped doing it for a minute, I would put on weight. And then what would that say about me? Then I wouldn't be admired or respected or as well regarded as I was, right? Um, But I was getting more and more distant from all of my friends. I mean, I would never really call them back. I never really wanted to see anybody because I knew it would have to involve socialising and going out to a restaurant or going out for a glass of wine. And those things just could not play a part in my life. Um, And I was distanced from my kids, my husband, myself massively. Um, And I was even more unhappy than before I started this whole hamster wheel business. Anyway, one day I looked at a picture of myself and it was eight months earlier. And I remember that picture being taken. It was me in a bikini. It was just before I was about to go on holiday, on a family holiday with Dubai, which I was really stressed about because, again, I had to go on holiday, which meant I couldn't train like I normally did and I couldn't weigh my food and I was going to have to sort of socialise and eat all the time. And that was that was very, very difficult for me. And this picture got taken. I think I was trying on bikinis and I took a picture of myself. And I remember thinking, I can't go to Dubai like this. I feel so bloated and fat. Well, <laughs> I looked back at this picture maybe eight months to a year down later, I looked back at it and it was like, I, I was basically one big walking lean muscle. There wasn't an ounce of fat on me. Um, and I just thought, oh my God, I think I'm fat now. And I thought I was fat then. So, but I wasn't fat then. So obviously I'm not fat now, but basically I could not see it clearly. I just could not. It dawned on me this massive light bulb moment that I was never going to be able to see how I looked clearly and because there was so much important placed on what my body looked like I was never going to be happy with what I saw in the mirror so if I wasn't happy when I was one big fat lean muscle fat wrong word but one you know 
I was just so trim and so toned and if I wasn't going to be happy then and I wasn't happy when I was looking at this picture like when when was I going to be happy and it just dawned on me that oh my god it doesn't matter how I look it's got nothing to do with it this restlessness and this dis-ease that was living within me had nothing to do with whether I had a six-pack or whether I didn't So I knew I had to get better. I knew I had to change things. Um, But how, right? I was barely talking to any of my friends. I was barely talking to my husband. I really couldn't be bothered with my kids. The only thing I knew was was the gym. This is not something I'm proud of, but this was my struggle. And this was just the way in which my depression, or however you want to call it, my restlessness, my midlife crisis, you know, (laughs) we've all got different words for it, but this was just how it manifested. I took it out on something that I could completely and utterly control. So um, I started looking for answers. I went on a, um, I went on self-development courses. I started delving back into spirituality. It was something that I'd always been interested in. And I found myself in coaching. I found myself training to become a coach. And I remember sitting in this classroom of the first weekend of when I found this coaching course eventually that I wanted to train with because I thought, oh, maybe I'll be good at that. Let me give it a whirl. I sat in this classroom and I cried. I cried for three days. And you want to know why I was crying? Because I felt like I had come home. I felt like I had found the thing that had been missing in my life, purpose. Now, of course, I had purpose. I had my kids and my family and my friends and a wonderful, beautiful life, but I couldn't see any of it because I was seeing it all through such a distorted vision and a distorted mind. And I sat in this classroom month after month after month, training to become a coach, and the tears never stopped, by the way. I just cried throughout the whole thing because it touched my heart and soul in such a deep, centered place that I just knew that I had found where I was supposed to be and I found what I was supposed to be doing. And that's not something I can explain intellectually to you. All I can say is just something that I felt very, very deep within. It was my calling. It was my purpose. Again, whatever you want to call it. I just knew that I had to follow it. So I became a coach. And not surprisingly, my relationship with food needed to be looked at. And it did. And you know what? It is something I still struggle to this day. But I am a much healthier, happier person. Now, I had a lot of making up to do. I had a lot of soul searching and reflecting to do. Um which I did. I got myself a coach um, and I really worked on the stuff that had been haunting me and holding me prisoner in ways that I never re- I never realised at the time. But once I found my freedom from food, my freedom from body image, my freedom from obsessively having to train, my freedom from not always having to have the perfect body, I found life again and I found life outside of that. And the reason that I'm sharing this story with you is because I now am going to make it my life's work to help you, women, in finding your purpose, finding your absolute truest identity and finding a life 
that works for you through absolute conscious, powerful choice and helping you remove the demons that live deep within you and the ways in which your mind can imprison you and hold you captive and hold you stuck so that it stop and it stops you from living what is truly meaningful, fulfilling and purposeful to you. I want you and me together to be part of this movement where you can accept yourself, understand yourself and be yourself. And why? I mean, you're going to hear this so much from me because it's so important. And why is it so important? Because life is so much better when you accept yourself and understand yourself and just be yourself. Life is so much simpler and easier and liberating. And it's time that you and I and all women start to embrace the beauty of all that we are and stop talking about and thinking about all of the ways in which we feel we are not. Not enough, not good enough, not thin enough, not rich enough, not successful enough, just not good enough. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I'm never going to like what I see in the mirror. doesn't matter how much work I do on myself. I'm never going to be good enough or I'm never going to be a good enough mom or I'm never going to feel like I'm doing a good enough job. But I'm here to tell you, or whatever, whatever the issue that you struggle with in your head, it takes so much more energy beating yourself up than it does to accept who you really are from your heart and soul level and to accept all that you are rather than looking at yourself in all that you are not. And you've tried it for years. You've experienced for years all that you are not. And what happens when you beat yourself up? It doesn't bring you any peace or happiness or any fulfillment that you long for. So let's together try a different approach. Let's be part of this movement where you accept yourself, understand yourself, and you finally get to be yourself. Now, how do we get started? Well, that's what femaling is about. That is why I'm bringing this here. And a couple of things at the top of my head is you've got to get really conscious of your toxic thoughts. You know, all those years that I beat myself up for having to go to the gym and having to obsess about food and never feeling thin enough or pretty enough or ripped enough or toned enough or good enough. I just never felt good enough. Now, if I was conscious of some of my toxic thoughts that went through my head, I probably would have got a lot healthier and a lot happier a lot quicker. So that's the first thing. You know, when you look at yourself in the mirror, focus on what you like only. You don't need to look at what you don't like. You don't even need... To, to focus on it. You don't need to bring attention to it because together you and I are going to do this work where we actually start to like ourselves because we're going to be part of this movement, I'm saying it again, where you accept yourself, understand yourself and be yourself. Okay? And that's what femaling is all about. And this is just the beginning. I'm going to give you so many tips in future podcasts on how you can do the above. Accept yourself, understand yourself and be yourself. I told you you're going to hear it hundreds and hundreds of times because I want to really drill it in to you. 
And I'm going to be interviewing women who have excelled at this. And they're going to share their stories and wisdom and honesty. That's what it's all about here is you and I being really honest about all that we experience so that we can just be who we are. Because you deserve it. You deserve to be who you are. And the world needs you to be who you are. The world just doesn't need any more fake nonsense or anybody else running away from what's real and true. Actually, what we need is you, your absolute unique authenticity. We are crying out for it. And the longer that we go on in this crazy, chaotic society and culture, the more we're moving away from our absolute truest truth. So please, I urge you, stay tuned here and please bring the absolute core of yourself. You have been listening to The Femaling Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this podcast and found value in it, please share it and write a review. You can find me on all social media channels, Nicole Goodman underscore coach. Stay tuned every week. And remember, it is a privilege to be a woman. Have a great day.